Hello everyone! The clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes on a recent horror release, and just like all of our other episodes, it might include major spoilers for said horror release, so don't listen to it if you haven't already seen it. You've officially been warned. And if you'd like to hear the full episode, just head on over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers and subscribe today. Without further ado, here is your exclusive Patreon clip. I'll admit at the end of the day, that wasn't my biggest issue with it. I was actually more frustrated with some of the technical aspects of it. Yeah. And we can have a conversation about what exactly constitutes found footage versus documentary and especially how the subgenre has moved forward even in the last five to six years. But there was so much of this where I was just like, this is a glossy studio film. This is not a paranormal activity movie. And this is barely a fan footage film. There were times when I forgot I was watching a found footage film. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not one to nitpick a found footage film and be like, I mean, because everyone's thing is always like, well, why are they still filming? I mean, I don't really right. care. Like, whatever. Yeah, just go with it. <laughs> I'm not looking for, like, camera angles to be like, oh, my God, like, where is like, What camera are they shooting with? But for some reason, this movie kept reminding me of these things. And, like... Mm-hmm. You know, we have the basic premises, you know, like, okay, this girl, she was on 23andMe, she found her cousin who's Amish, she's going to go see them, she's making a documentary about it, like, meeting her blood relatives. Cool. Sounds good. Yep. So we know it's going to be a documentary, but (sighs) this is a movie that has music stingers accompanying Mm -hmm. jump scares, which I find borderline unforgivable. (laughs) We have pieces of score associating at least two scenes in this movie. We have diegetic music that turns non-diegetic in one scene. And Mm -hmm. all of that, I'm just like, I don't even think that the director knew he was making a found footage movie. And I I get that you can make the argument, well, you know, it's supposed to be a documentary. And we do have two survivors in this movie. And so, oh, like, they clearly put the footage together and made this. Okay, fine. Mm -hmm. But then why, after they escape, do we have the footage from the body cams and the cops, which I honestly don't think they would have been able to get for this documentary. (laughs) Yeah, or there needed to be a traditional postscript, which is what we would come to expect in a paranormal activity movie, right? Mm -hmm. Like, usually they open with something that says, this is how we got this footage, or like, they cue you to where they got it or how they assembled it, and then the end of it will put some kind of capper on it for you, which is usually, like, we collected this evidence from the sheriff's department or right. something, which would help to explain the cop's body cam footage or the cruiser footage. And instead, you're right, this feels exactly like what we would normally expect to get from just a conventional possession-slash-demon film. And that's kind of the thing. Like, th- I mean, th- we're in 2021, but this reminded me of the wave of possession films we were getting around, like, 2014, 2015, like The Vatican Tapes or Devil's <laughs> Due or The oh Devil God. Inside or shit like that. Oh, God. <laughs> and again, it's not even that I think this movie is overtly bad. It's just there's nothing inspired here. Like, mm. you know, they walk into this church and we see the murals on the ground that are painting. Oh, like, this is what their ritual is. Okay, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's summer there. Right. We have, okay, like with this thing, this demon passing from daughter to daughter, which isn't exactly like hereditary, but it's kind of the same general concept, but we're reversing it to be like, oh, but the ritual is trying to stop the demon instead of uh, resurrect the demon. And it, right. The, the the pit going down, oh, I almost made it, reminds me of the ruins. I was like, I kept being reminded <laughs> of other movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I was getting as above, so below vibes from the kind of cave stuff. And even the idea like, oh, you're seeing something that 
is mythical and it exists outside of like time and logic, which is kind of what this demon ends up becoming in terms of its ability to possess or infect all the rest of the people. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I just, I find it so hard to put into words because I don't know, like we're saying that we didn't right. come in with hyper expectations or anything and yet we're also slamming this film for saying oh well it doesn't do anything it doesn't earn or justify its own existence and yet we give so many other movies a pass why is this one bothering us i think okay because i do want to talk about just found footage in general and how this film fits into that and maybe what does 2020s found footage look like because obviously Mm -hmm. it's not going to look like what 1999 Blair Witch found footage looked like you know right but I think the issue here you know it it was my same thing with Jigsaw honestly uh, is where it's like okay so you are taking the time to resurrect a dormant franchise okay make it but you have nothing new to bring (laughs) to the table (laughs) exactly 